1: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews.
0: This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who
2: supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer leak sweaters, the Hockey Moms, and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house.
0: Welcome to the first ever episode of House of Hockey podcast with me, Ray Ray, the hockey lady, and
2: Breezy from Hunks of Hockey.
0: We are so... I'm like literally jumping out of my skin. I'm so excited <laughs> that we're finally doing this, Frazee.
2: I know. It's, uh, it's been a long time, right?
0: Yeah. We met... Let's tell everybody a little bit about us, how we met and connected here. And then we'll tell everybody a little bit about who we are. And uh, we'll talk about our hockey background and what people can expect when they listen to us here on our podcast. Sounds so we... Good. I found you through hunks um, hockey on instagram and i found you what's been like over a year
2: yeah i would say yeah about a year
0: yeah and i I messaged you on the account because i was starting my own hockey fan-based videos that i was producing and i was you know doing the searches with the hashtags on instagram and i found you and then i real we realized we were both in la
2: yeah yeah and it was, uh, we ended up meeting up, what, gosh, a couple, when did we meet? We went to a hockey game, didn't we?
0: We did. We went to yeah. We went to a Kings game. You had a box. I don't remember who I they were did. playing. They were playing
2: the Preds. Preds, that's right. They were right. playing the Preds. That's, yep, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah, we where met we met. Yeah. It was the perfect place to meet, too, so... <laughs>
0: There's no other place
2: we could have sort of not. No, really there shouldn't have been. <laughs>
0: no, we totally connected too and we've stayed in touch throughout the seasons and the years and trying to figure out a way to work together because we're yeah. both so like-minded. We love hockey. We love the hockey yeah. lifestyle. We love everything about it. We have we love different teams, but that doesn't we mean do. yeah, that doesn't mean we can't be friends.
2: Although one of well, one of my teams is actually a rival of your team, which is pretty funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, kind of funny. both. I mean, the Preds, division rival, and then yeah. the Kings, Stanley Cup finals for a couple of years.
2: That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's been a while since the Kings have made it to the playoffs, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Ne- neither have my, my Blackhawks. I figured it was
0: appropriate to wear my Blackhawks shirt today to just yeah. let everybody know that's my team.
2: Yeah. But that's yeah, so goes. now...
0: We finally figured out a way to work together and we're doing a podcast for all we of are. you.
2: Exactly. We're excited.
0: Yeah. So Breezy, I want to know actually, I don't even think I know the answer to this, but how did you start the <laughs> Hunks of Hockey account?
2: Um, so I I originally was working with uh with my best friend who's also my neighbor. She's been my neighbor my entire life. Um, she's pretty much my sister. So we wanted to start something um that would kind of give to the hockey community I guess and we really didn't know uh what to do and there was this Instagram called Dilfs (laughs) of Disneyland so we're like I guess we can do something like that but for hockey and and we're like but it's kind of weird like how are we gonna have people send over like hot guys from hockey games so i was like well why don't we just start posting players until we can kind of you know gain momentum and uh well we never really gained momentum on the fan submission side uh we gained momentum by posting players and we posted nhl players ohl uh ehl or whatever it is and pretty much hockey players all over and and some influencers and um pretty quickly i mean i think i woke up the very next day and there was like 50 followers and i was like what and then progressively like it kept going up and up and up until like i think it was like a week after i i woke up and the first thing i did was refresh my feed and it said i had 150 new followers and i was like whoa what is like what is happening right now so um yeah i mean i, I think i just wanted to be to do something hockey related since it's my passion and i grew up with it and um i mean something that turned into kind of like a fun cheeky little thing actually turned out to be something way bigger than I had ever imagined and uh, it's pretty surreal and I still can't fully uh, you know comprehend on (laughs) on what it is and what it means to people but it's cool. Well, I think it's cool
0: because I found it and I was like, this is the best fucking account I've ever seen. These pickup lines are brilliant. And plus it opened my eyes up to a lot of the other players in the league. Yeah, I was so hyper-focused on just my team and seeing all the other hunks available. And do you know what I do now when you post pictures? Huh? I immediately go check their account and see if they're single or not. (laughs) Just like, make a mental note. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. That's just in funny. Case
0: one day, if I ever meet them, that one's married, that one's got a girlfriend, that one's single. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that one's off limits. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the cool thing about it too is um, it kind of opens up your mind to, to all other teams and all other players. And um, <clears throat> I think for me, like I, I feel bad because sometimes I'm like, man, I'm a really terrible fan of like my team but at the end of the day, it's like I'm posting players from from all over. And, like, it's hard to not be a fan of pretty much every team at this point. Like, I like watching players and teams succeed. And although it may be, you know, sacrilegious for me and my my roots, <laughs> um, I kind of just don't care at this point. It's like, uh, yeah, I like these guys. Like, whatever. It doesn't really matter to me anymore. So, yeah. I would
0: say I, I think – you would feel this way too but i'm a hockey fan first
2: team exactly. second exactly mhm exactly and especially i mean you have to you almost have to be like that when you're you know communicating with people the mass majority who are fans from all over it. and you too i mean you got a you got a quite a few projects under your belt that you're doing and you're speaking to people that are are involved in in a lot of different teams so mm-hmm. you kind of have to be a hockey fan first so
0: Oh, yeah. That's how the hockey lady started. That's my Instagram account. And I switched it over because all last year and through this year, I traveled all around the country interviewing hockey fans of different teams because I wanted to know what made their fan experience different? What were their traditions? What's their goal scoring song? How are they as a fan base? Everybody is so different. I mean, we're all the same because we have a love for hockey. I fully believe that. And I think there's something really unique and different about hockey fans as a whole. I can't put my finger on exactly what that is. And I think that's Mm -hmm. part of what we're going to explore here on the podcast, talking to all the different people that make up this world and community and family of that's surrounded by ho- watching hockey right. and so yeah so i've talked to all kinds of fans from every different like i did yeah. 11 or 12 cities and went to different games and really got to experience it but i was welcome everywhere i went and
2: yeah. it's been pretty awesome Would you say that there was a city that, you know, kind of obviously don't be biased about Chicago, (laughs) but was there a city that um, like surprised you or that welcomed you more than like another city or anything like that? Actually, yes. So the city that surprised me the most was
0: New York City, Manhattan, specifically the Rangers fans. When I went to interview them, they could care... Couldn't care less. Could care less. Whatever it is. Could care yeah. less that I was a Blackhawks fan. They're like, yeah, well, like our team's the best. We love our team. We don't care about you. We don't like. Cool. Whatever. You're a hockey fan. Great. They they really yeah. didn't mind. But when I went to Detroit, they were like, why are you talking to us? <laughs> like, why is there a Blackhawks fan in our bar? And yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Like what? What do you want?
2: You know, that's funny. Well, so that's it's funny. different.
0: It, I think so much of it depends on the city, how long the team's been around, and just the yeah. rivalries and all that. Because I mean, those are all original six, which is why the Rangers really mm-hmm. surprised me that they weren't so like they could didn't really care. I'm like, but we're right. like rivals for tens of decades, and
2: yeah, here so didn't care. So. So you're a Hawks fan because you grew up? Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell me about that.
0: I will. So when you're born in Chicago, that's your team.
2: That's how that (laughs) works. Okay. And
0: I was born and raised as a Blackhawks fan. I started going to games with my dad when I was like five. We went to the original Chicago Stadium before the Mm -hmm. United Center was built. And I have a strong memory of... I don't. Re- I was like five, five or six. So I don't really yeah. remember the game. I don't. Couldn't tell you who we played, but I do remember. Yeah. The middle of the winter and we were walking back to our car and a snow plow came and just like <laughs> the snow and like the slush and the mud and the yuck just totally soaked us and I oh, bought geez. yeah and I bought um I wanted to buy a, a hawk shirt and I still have it um uh-huh. I'll wear it on another episode but we uh I bought a shirt from like the guy off the street and I still have that shirt today <laughs> but the history with the Blackhawks and I'm sure Blackhawks fans know and i'll keep this really short but the team was really really bad in Mm -hmm. the like 90s and the owner refused to give television rights to put the home games on tv because so the city and most fans didn't support the team at that time because they were horrible they weren't on television Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until (laughs) the old man died and his son took over and that was like about the time we got Kane and Taze and okay. the teams sort of changed and they put us back on television and it was exciting to watch. And so the city really rallied around it. So we're not bandwagon fans. We're actually true fans because we didn't believe in spending our hard-earned money on a team that you know, wasn't good. The owner, we didn't agree with the ownership. We didn't agree with the decision to not put them on TV. And yeah. so, when all that happened, I really started to get back into it, and I just fell in love with it. But That's cool. now you have three teams that you're
2: a fan I, of. I uh, yeah, three teams that I'm a a pretty diehard fan of. So, um, who
0: did you start with, and then tell me how you got the other two?
2: Yeah, so I grew up. Obviously here in LA, so I I grew up a Kings fan. My brother was a diehard fan. My sister was an even bigger fan. Um, she actually it's so funny. She when when you would go to Kings games back at the forum and this and that, you would get puckheads, basically, right? So they're like these big like foam pucks that you wear on your head as a hat. What? That um, is so
0: cool. Oh my god, do you have a
2: picture? Co- I actually have it, but it would take a minute for me to get it out, but I have it with me. I can pull it out, so my sister you know was a puckhead and and her friend uh Jennifer Brown she had puck heads as well, and um my brother strangely looks like he could be uh Rob Blake's son. They look <laughs> like identical twins um but yeah i mean i I grew up a king's fan uh that's just what my family was, and my neighbor. Uh, who I started hunks of hockey with. Uh, her dad's actually from uh, Hamilton, Ontario. So right outside of Toronto. Um, so I natural. I mean, he's been basically like my second dad all my life. And I really look up to him and he's just been like that, like solid person for me to talk hockey with. And uh, obviously being from Hamilton, just outside Toronto, I, I love the city of Toronto and Toronto was like my other team. Like I had to have an original six team. So <laughs> Toronto is my other team. Um, so I've been, you know, a huge fan of the two of them pretty much my entire life. And, uh, I would say, gosh, I don't even know when I would say maybe 2010, 2011. Um, I really started getting into the Predators. Uh, Nashville is my favorite city in the United States. So naturally I I've been obsessed with Nashville since I was probably like seven or eight. Like I grew up with country music. I was like, I'm gonna be a country singer, which is a good thing I didn't because <laughs> I can't sing. Um so yeah, so I I just love the Predators and then my favorite player uh currently and has and he's been my favorite player for five, six years now, uh, plays with Predators as well, which is the good old Roman Yossi, uh, my ultimate hockey hunk. So yeah, those are my three teams. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, fun
0: fact for everybody listening, we're both actually going to be in Nashville coming up, not yeah. uh, n- totally different events, but the same weekend. <laughs> which yeah. is, I mean, we were meant to be doing something together, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I and I, say so. and we failed to say that uh, we're both based in Los Angeles. We're in LA. So, uh, yeah. For people listening we're uh we're we're both in los angeles that's where that's where we live. Does that yep. matter do we care anyway <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? um do you have uh, what's your favorite like game tradition or superstition from i any and all of the teams that you're that you support?
2: oh gosh um it's hard to say really i I think that there's so many traditions and superstitions that go around um i i don't know if i really have one to be honest i mean i love i think i love the fact that people throw stuff on the ice like you know (laughs) detroit throws you know the octopus on there and nashville throws the catfish and um I, I think that's funny. I think it kind of sucks that it has to, you know, delay the game a bit. And there's some weird juices on the ice. <laughs> I don't want to fall on yeah. that. But I would yeah. say, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah. I got uh, you. Well, I'm going to be biased as hell because our national anthem, the Chicago Blackhawks national anthem, is hands down the best in the freaking league because we cheer over uh, the guy who sings it. Like we cheer okay. the whole time. And I don't. Yeah. I'm sure, some people are like, that's disrespectful to cheer over the anthem, but it's not. It's like uh we're in it with him. And he said he does this thing when he says the flag was still there, or whatever the words are. I'm not, mm-hmm. I have to I'd have to sing the whole song in my head. How right American now. of you. Yes, <laughs> I'm very American. But uh, and he goes there, and then like the whole audience, like you know, it point to it as well and cheer. It's loud and no, I don't think anybody else in the league does that.
2: So no, special to cool. the Hawks Well, fans. the stars, I know the stars uh, yell stars during mm-hmm. the anthem, uh, which is cool. And I think the Knights are doing something now yep. too.
0: Yeah, the so, Knights do like
2: what whatever,
0: whatever in the part of the song, they say night. They night. say <laughs> night. <Yeah.
2: laughs> that's funny.
0: Yeah, we're really great Americans, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, that's that's cool. So we have a a couple questions that we had mocked up that we wanted yeah. to to ask each other because although we do know each other pretty well, I would say that there's still things that we're we're trying to get to know um, yeah. about each other. So where should we uh where should we take this off? You you pick one. You pick one. Ask okay. me, and then I'll ask you the flip of it. Okay, so if you weren't a Blackhawks fan, or even if you are a Blackhawks fan and you had to choose another team, um, who would you choose and, and why would you choose them to, to cheer for?
0: I would choose the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. I I spend a lot of time in Las mm-hmm. Vegas for work, and yeah. I was actually, so I was in Vegas um, a week after... The October one shooting happened there, the, which mm-hmm. was yeah. like a week after, a week before the hockey season. The inaugural hockey season was supposed to start there, right. and I don't know. I think I just feel really connected to that team and that city, and being that it's like a firstborn and it's one of the newer teams and. Mm-hmm. The fans there, because I've I've gone and interviewed the fans and yeah. talked to them. They are some of the most die hard fans they love it they go to the practices they know all the players they like they know everybody's injuries they are so engrossed in it and they just have such a love for it that I think it's a really fun team to be a part of it's a really fun community um so I think that's probably and plus like location wise we're pretty close to Vegas and that's true yeah I you know we can get to more of those games but do you have any
2: other teams you want to add to your list of three (laughs) um I feel like I have an ongoing list to be honest Um, no I would say there's something about the Rangers jersey that I love like if I was gonna get another jersey like I have a closet full of jerseys right now from all different teams um I try to collect a jersey for every arena that I go to is kind of like my keepsake um so MSG is definitely on my next bucket list to go to, but I can't wait to get, you know, one of their jerseys. Something about it. I think their fans are diehards. And and like you had just said, you, you went and, and interviewed some fans there. And I would say um, they're passionate and MSG is so iconic. And the Rangers, I think themselves, they're having a little bit of a sluggish time. But um, yeah, I, I think I would say the Rangers. Yeah. Good choice. That's a good choice. I like it. Okay. Nice. Who's your um
0: guilty pleasure hockey hunk? I'll I'll, I'll I want to hear yours. Well, you said Roman Yossi, but uh is there anybody else?
2: Well, Roman's not a guilty pleasure. Let's set that straight. He <laughs> okay. is straight am, up pleasure. I might be a, a number I might be his number one fan. No, just kidding. Not his number one fan, but he is staring at me on my wall right now. So. Oh my gosh. Um Gosh, guilty pleasure. I feel like, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say this and there's, I don't know why, but I just, I love Logan Couture. Okay. I don't know why. I would say he's probably my guilty pleasure. Um, and and I don't know why he is. I don't know why I like him so much, but I, (laughs) but I do. That's it. How about you? (laughs) Um, I, I like Jamie Ben.
0: But I think, okay. like, my version of Roman, f- like, for you, would maybe be,
2: can it be a, a retired player? Of course, I know, okay. I, wait, I think I know who you're going to say. Who? Should I guess it? Yeah, guess, guess. Are you a, a Patrick Sharpin? Yes! Got it. I right on the money. love, oh my
0: God, he is so good looking and easy it's... on the eyes. He's
2: pretty dreamy, oh,
0: yeah, Sharpie, like, oh, just that name, and then they like yeah. say it and seeing him on uh nBC sports, like every other night, <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially with that fresh cut, oh he yeah, and that good, flow. With that. oh,,
2: mm-hmm. he's he got some good. nice
0: salad, and uh yeah, yeah, but yeah, Sharpie is definitely like, oh man, this is like good looking yeah. motherfucker, you know, like just. <laughs> good looking guy. Um, but it's I also, eyes. it's his eyes. I it's like, um, eyes.
2: Matt Barzal too. Oh, he's good. Yeah. You know, I actually just got a submission, uh, of, of Barzy, uh, shirtless. And you <gasps> should see those abs. That dude is ripped.
0: Okay. Can you Completely send that ripped. to me? Will you send that to
2: me? <laughs> you know, Should I send it to you or should you just wait until it's posted on hunks?
0: All right, I'll wait till it's posted on hunks and then I'm going to send it over to uh, Shutterfly and have the photo blown up so I can have a poster on my wall.
2: Hang it on your wall. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, come on. Like, it is fun to talk about how good looking, but like hockey guys are really good looking. and They have really amazing bodies.
2: Yeah, they, they are. But I think the best part about them is that they are so humble and down to earth and i think that's what makes a lot of people fans is not just their looks but they're also really skilled obviously but i think at the end of the day having someone that is so humble and even though they're fantastic players um you know they kind of they're nice and they keep it and they keep their feet on the ground and um yeah yeah and i think the fans are that way
0: too. And I think we really connect to, I think that's one of the things that contributes to that love of hockey is mm-hmm. the players just are so <laughs> regular, not regular, but yeah, humble, like you said, and Normal. very, yeah, very real. And they're so willing to trade uh, pucks for Girl Scout cookies and oh, interact yeah. with the fans. and or they take s-
2: selfies through the glass.
0: Exactly. And I yeah. think, I think they get it and they just my thoughts are the players just love hockey. They love to play. They just yeah. all they want to do is play hockey. They love it. They love their life and they love everything about the what they get to do and spending time with the boys. And yeah. You know, I think the fans connect to that. I think a lot of the hockey fans are humble and we work hard and we love our team and we love this sport and we don't want anybody to mess with it.
2: Exactly. exactly. I feel that. Like, I don't ever that.
0: change. Like, don't change yeah. hockey. Don't change.
2: That's funny. I don't oh, want it man. to go
0: away. But yeah. I, I know. I think um, that's a, something we have to get some of the players on on the podcast and, and talk to them about. How, how do they describe that feeling that separates right. hockey from everything else?
2: Yeah. Who would you ideally... You know, would want to interview if you had the chance. So, whether it was a player, a wife, uh, a kid, anything. Oh my gosh, that's such a tough question.
0: I think um, I would want to talk to. Well, I've listened to Jr. Jeremy Roenick before, and he's Mm -hmm. hysterical. He's been on a couple other podcasts and has. Some legendary stories. He's a big prankster yeah. and a big jokester, right? I, th- I would think. I think that would just be so fun to crack up laughing listening to him.
2: That would be uh, pretty funny.
0: I don't know what wi- wives, wives. I mean, any of them, all of them. I want to talk to everybody because I
2: want to hear
0: all of their perspectives and their stories of what their life is like because everybody's different. Yeah, they're all hockey players, but they all have different personalities and different lives. And, you know, we know Sidney Crosby doesn't really do a lot of interviews. He's very private. He keeps his private life, you know, to himself, which you've got to respect. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's other people who just love to talk and, or more outgoing what about you who would you want to talk to
2: you know I would say I would love to talk to Paige Clifford um Kyle Clifford's wife she is so cool she I mean she's just so down to earth so nice she has three boys that are really into hockey and they're young too and you know they've been a staple in in LA for gosh what 10 plus years and Mm -hmm. um they just got traded to to Toronto and they're kind of picking up their life and moving over there. And she's pretty much doing it on her own right now with, with Cliffy. Well, not now, because obviously the, the delay in in the season, but I mean, she, Cliffy was gone. I mean, he came over to Toronto and he basically went straight on a road trip and um, yeah, I feel like she would be really cool to interview just having to be almost a single mom with three boys while her husband is, is going and he's been in the league for so long but player wise um that's a tough one i feel like it would be interesting to interview tyler sagan mm. just because i feel like he's talked about so much and there's so much hype around him based off of his looks but i think there's like something deeper to him um he's obviously a dog lover and um really close yeah. with his two sisters and his mom and i feel like it'd be really cool to to talk to him about something other than
0: his abs you know what I mean his abs
2: his abs abs or rubber duckies so
0: right his tattoos yeah yeah oh I thought of somebody while you were answering who else I would want to interview um a wife uh Carly Zucker Zucker Jason's wife um she's they were in Minnesota for a long time and he's now right in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh right yeah Pittsburgh Penguins and Mm -hmm. uh I i always philly and pittsburgh sometimes they the names yeah. just get garbled in my head but uh yeah. so she's hilarious <laughs> he is and she's also got they've got three kids and now they're yep. moving and and all of this but uh i actually had a chance i went to the NHL Awards last year in Vegas, and I was on the red uh-huh. carpet doing interviews, and yep. Jason was there with Carly, and Jason uh-huh. obviously came over to do an interview, and we were talking about his charity work and all this stuff, and I was trying to get yeah. some fun stories out of him, yeah. and Carly is standing, like, right behind him, and she is like, tell a funny story. She's trying to get something <laughs> funny out of you, and he's like, shut it's, up, shut up, and so she's funny. like, I'm getting a new hotel room, like that, like, funny <laughs> banter that that like the husband and wives have and it was yeah. h- hilarious she is a hoot and uh, yeah. there's my Chicago she's a hoot you know <laughs> uh, gotta gotta get her on the podcast she does a lot of television and, and radio and stuff and she's really busy but Carly if you're listening yeah. we'd love to have you and hear all about your life
2: yeah for sure Well, I think we got to tell people what they're going to be hearing from us. What do you, what do you say? I mean, we started this because we wanted to kind of, you know, talk all things hockey and there's so many different podcasts that are out right now that talk about, you know, players and stats or games and this and that, but we kind of wanted to, to pull everything together into this one. And, um, Yeah. I mean, what do you say? You take it over from here. No, you got it. You got it. That's exactly (laughs) it. We wanted to talk more
0: about the the lifestyle of all the aspects and all of the pieces that build what we like to call the house of hockey, a house of hockey. And it's it's not just the players obviously we're going to talk about some of the headlines or some of the big stories that go on in the league when mm-hmm. you know it resumes and when it's when we're back on the ice but yeah there's that's that there's so much other aspect there's so many other aspects that go into the game obviously we want to talk to players wives and hear about their experience and how do they view hockey from from their perspective we want to talk to you know the referees the linesmen the the local recreational coaches who are coaching the next generation of players and Mm -hmm. you know are coaching teams and we want to talk to people who you know, run brands, lifestyle brands and that are hockey based and just some of the diehard fans on Instagram, even that have accounts that love talking about hockey and bring them on and hear their perspective and learn about their teams and their traditions and, you know, players and everything that goes into it, because it's not just what happens on the ice that we want to talk about. We want to talk about everything else that surrounds it, that, makes this incredible community of hockey that I know I love dearly and I know you do too. And I think Mm -hmm. so many other people do as well. And they're not just about their one particular team, but they're about
2: the whole sport. And uh, did I leave anything out? Is there anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you pretty much covered it. So I think in general, that's probably how we, uh, we came up with our name. It's mm-hmm. the House of Hockey podcast, and uh, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get how the sport of hockey was pretty much built, and what its foundation is today. Exactly.
0: Do we want to do uh, a fun, a fun fact? Do we want to share a fun fact for for people before we uh, get into our <coughs> our guest segment for today?
2: Sure. I, I you start or you okay. can ask me what I I will
0: do. I will <laughs> I like the the karaoke song um do you, do you what's your go to karaoke song and do you karaoke
2: Uh I don't karaoke um I will sing to myself uh in the car and at home when no one's home um but I got to say one song that'll get me every time especially if I have a couple brews in me <laughs> is probably John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads <laughs> every time every time oh yeah that
0: one hits 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 the heartstrings pretty good i just
2: feel like you got to go in nashville we're, we're definitely gonna hear that song and i'm gonna look at you across the bar and be like this is it this is the song and if you don't you know take it home mm-hmm. i don't know if I, we can continue i i know the words <laughs> to that one that's good yep Mm-hmm. perfect yeah. what about
0: yours I don't typically do karaoke. I am not a singer. I'm a talker. I talk for a living as a host and a video producer, but, uh, uh, every once in a while I can be convinced to get up and do karaoke. And I always go for Shania Twain's man. I feel like a woman. Yeah. That's
2: a good one too. Yeah. Cause I I think that gets everybody going.
0: Yeah, and I can, like, everyone knows the words, and I can sort of talk my way through it. I don't have to sing, per se. Not, I mean, she's singing on the song, and she's got got great vocals, but I can sort of talk, sing it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that works. Yeah, the last time I did karaoke, where was I? I was in Boston with a coworker. Uh We went out, I had some beverages. I was singing... One of Lady Gaga's songs at the top of my lungs with her horribly. Okay. And then we went upstairs. So there was like a dance floor upstairs. And I decided yeah. I was going to do like dance pirouettes. And I took my shoes off so Ooh. I could spin better on the dance floor. That doesn't and, sound sanitary. Well, not sanitary, <laughs> but also really fucking dumb because I was wasted. And I went and to turn and I completely ate it and hit the floor. I landed on my tailbone. I couldn't walk. I was in so much pain. It was like, okay, Rachel, we're going to have to retire from this for a little while. (laughs) It's
2: going to simmer down a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) now I, uh, yeah, now I try to,
2: you know, not drink like at all. (laughs) because
0: (laughs) So many other things like that happen. Crazy shit goes down, man. I got to, I got to keep that on lock. Yeah. That's funny. All right, well, I think we should toss it on over to our uh, our guest for this episode.
2: All right, so we're super excited to have our first guest ever. He is the co-founder of Pacific Rink, and we're in there at right now. Beer league legend, Mr. Jukes himself, and our really good friend,
1: Jason Withy. Wow, what an intro. Thanks for having <laughs> me here, guys. Beer league legend, <laughs> haven't heard that ever.
0: What's oh, this well. Mr. Jukes
1: thing? What's that all about? uh juke um (laughs) juke is a nickname i've had since high school um ironically i was trying to think i think it comes from just back in the day playing sports and it was probably a self-proclaimed nickname like we just got i got i like heard that word and i thought it was such a funny name so i started (laughs) using it as a noun as an adjective and i was like you can't juke the jukester then someone you know it was probably one night of drinking too many uh apple juices someone's like i'm gonna start calling you jukum so that's so it's been an inside nickname between my friends and uh family members and now now
0: all of our listeners here on jukum jj
1: (laughs) that's it jukum jj am i juking anybody no i'm not but it's uh i think that's what makes the nickname funnier yeah it's a good one yeah thanks buddy yeah so what's going on well um let's
0: see here i well, i want to hear the story breezy of how you two know each other because like we've all met and hung out when i first met breezy um at a king's game jason was there with the fam and we all met there but i don't know the story of how you two connected
1: that's a classic case of sliding into the dms Breezy. (laughs) (laughs) Breezy? yeah talk about that
2: oh yeah because i slid into your dms yeah from Pacific
1: rink dunks of hockey
2: yeah so um obviously having hunks of hockey we post pictures of hot hockey players and Pacific rink actually had just done a photo shoot with uh, a few of the kings it was uh, Trevor Lewis Kyle Clifford and Alec Martinez and um you know I I knew Pacific rink was an LA-based brand so I, I thought it was pretty cool um wanted to kind of promote them a little bit I really like their style of clothing and so I slid into their DMs and basically just asked uh, for permission if uh, if we could repost one of the photos I think it was it Alec Martinez I think it was Alec Martinez wasn't it
1: yeah oh yeah
2: Yep. Yeah. So um basically just kinda asked for permission to to post the photo and and tag Pacific Rink, which obviously it's not never really a bad thing to to tag a brand or tag anybody in the photos. So uh thankfully he, he gave us the blessing and it's it's been a friendship since pretty much, right?
1: But yeah, but that whole thing started was hey, you guys are LA fans and I was like, Yeah, of course we're LA fans and so it's like, Hey, let's meet up at a hockey game and that's where we first met, right? It was Yeah. Me, you, Mandy and Todd, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, that
2: yeah, was.
1: How yeah. long ago was that? We just talked
2: about this actually, because we we had just went to, gosh, we went to the game last week and it was what, two, three years ago?
1: So that photo shoot was in the fall of um, 2016. And then, I don't know, somewhere around, it was probably in that 2016, 2017 season. So yeah, that's when we <laughs> met. And I was like, it was ironic because I was hunks of hockey, was very interesting to me because obviously it was funny as hell. The con- the content was premium, mm-hmm. but I thought, oh my god, if we're gonna try to launch a women's line, like what better um, channel than would be Hunks of Hockey? Because God, at the time you were seventy thousand people deep, and I was like, well, the demo's got to be pretty highly on the female side. So uh, it ended up working out perfect because that's what um, I like their I like their style because I like. The funny part of it, but I also liked uh, the idea that they had a captive audience with the female audience. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it started.
0: Yeah. So so Jason, before we get into the full questions, just tell people what specific rink, explain the brand a little bit for those who don't know what it is. Obviously, everybody knows what it is, but just in case somebody listening, (laughs) wait, what specific rink? They totally skipped over that part.
1: So Pacific Rank was an idea I had uh, back in like 2014. Um, It started with the idea to make an awesome hockey bag because I had ripped through a bunch of crappy hockey bags. So I'd gone through four in about two years. And as a beer league player, I was only playing like maybe twice a week. So I was like, it shouldn't be ripping. Anyways, ideated, ideated, uh, a lot of, you know, spitballing on it. And then in 2015 my stepbrother and i were looking to get in the business together and i said look this is kind of a random idea it's kind of niche but i've got this idea for a bag and his kids play travel hockey so he's at the rink every day and so he's like screw it let's let's go for it let's just what what's it going to hurt we'll spend a couple grand on um, a, a prototype so i was like okay so you mean actually like walk the walk all right let's do it so anyways pacific rink um, we started with a prototype of the bag. And then as we were building the bags, I'd always wanted to mess with apparel. I just thought there was a lot of, um, I thought there was an open market in, especially the hockey lifestyle world, because a lot of it was just kind of cliche hockey stuff. And, you know, um, which is cool. If it has its thing, but I thought, all right, well, if we could take kind of like the cool surf style from SoCal and use that with a love for hockey that would be fun, even knowing how hard apparel is. So we did that. We started building that out while we were waiting for the bags. So what a Pacific Rink became was like a premium bag and apparel company for hockey players and lovers. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just really snowballed from a simple idea that I had to that, and it was cool because <laughs> I like to ideate on stuff, and the fact that, you know, if it wasn't for my stepbrother, who was like, let's just do it um, it probably would have never happened. So, um, yeah, in 2016 we launched a Kickstarter because after we built the bag, it was very expensive on comparatively speaking, just to build the actual bag because it was like, all right, we wanted something with quality. We wanted something with cool design functions. And then I had a very specific design in mind to keep it more like looking like a traditional bag on the outside. But we were like, "Oh my god, this bag is this bag is going to be much more expensive than your typical sixty to ninety nine dollar hockey bag." So, to kind of test the marketplace, we did a Kickstarter in July of two thousand sixteen, and that's when we found out that we actually had a business idea. Like we had a business, and the market kind of went crazy. And they're like, "Hey, it was it was you know the, obviously there was an educational curve. Like, hey, why does this bag cost that much more?" But we we <laughs> produce videos, we produce content. Showed the bag, and then once the once the bag got out into the marketplace, people were like, "Oh, I get it now," right? Um, and people were like, "Yeah, I'll pay the mo- I'll pay the money for a quality bag. Uh, I'm sick of my bag ripping every year." So, and then uh, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. We shipped our first bags, and I think our Kickstarter backers got their bags in October, and that's really when the ba- that's really when the company took off, like October two thousand sixteen, and it's just been growing nicely ever since. Nice. So what originally got you into, into hockey? So hockey, um, it was, I, you know, the simple statement is Wayne Gretzky. So when Wayne Gretzky got traded to the Kings, right about that time is when rollerblades were invented. And so in SoCal, we were so pumped on everything. And so there was street hockey games everywhere. Yeah. Um, any like parking lot that, resembled um like the shape of a hockey rink there was a game yeah. going on so yeah. we were always out there and playing in my cul-de-sac playing in uh parking lots and then um there was just a mania around it like people were so pumped and then my dad took me to my first game at the la at the forum mm-hmm. and i remember watching gretzky and the rest of the kings and just was like this is my sport i'm in <laughs> and uh that's that's how i got into it i mean yeah. that's that's the easy way to say that i got into it
2: yeah. And how would you describe hockey in, in SoCal now or even just California in general by being not a not a wintry kind of state? Um, but obviously, there's a lot of, of hockey that's in the state. We have three teams. And, and how would you describe it?
1: Um, I I it's I'd say it's one of the few places where by the numbers, it's growing exponentially. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's really cool when it came here. And I tried to play like, Breezy, you know the story, but when Mm -hmm. I tried playing, I went out, I bought skates and I was in sixth grade and like a couple clinics into it. My dad's like, dude, you're not playing hockey. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I was like in the locker room after the second clinic. And he's like, dude, I talked to the coach. The ice times are crazy. The cost is crazy. You have to travel every weekend because back in LA at that time, there was no, there were no house leagues, right? Like we didn't have Toyota Sports Center back than with you know four sheets of ice and house leagues. And so you had to play on a club team and you had to travel. And so I was out of my element. Both my parents were working parents and I totally get it, right? Like I, I understand it. it was such a big commitment. And I was, I was already 12, so I was behind the eight ball. Um, Till now, like my seven year old is in a totally reasonably priced in-house league with no pressure at another rink, local rink, right? And so there's, yeah. that's what's cool. But we at the same token like so it's growing here but in LA specifically we just need more ice we need more sheets of sheets of ice because um, there's like high demand but yeah uh, low supply so yeah
0: we're and, not like Canada so it's like not all winter long you can just <laughs> go outside and play for free and hop on a pond I mean you've got it you've gone up to Jason, right? Like you guys have done some like outdoor rink stuff in what like Tahoe and stuff where you've taken some friends up and gone out and played, right?
1: Yeah, so we've, um, what's kind of crazy is how I got back into hockey was in 2008, I went to go watch my brother-in-law and his college hockey buddies play at the US Pond Hockey Championship in Minnesota. So I fly out there and I like walk onto this pond with all these rinks. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm playing hockey again. Like, cause at the time I was working, I was making money. I was like, I can pay for my own stuff. So I went into general sports and you that, that day. And I bought my, I bought a pair of skates, came home the next weekend, started skating, got into a beer league, like within a month. And that was, so it was 2008. So that's when I really started playing. And then just like absolutely fell in love with the sport and, the next year I went back to that pond hockey tournament with a group of guys from California. I proposed to my wife there. So pond hockey is just, that's like a whole nother world. It's like, it's so amazing that all those kids have access to that. Like you should have seen me the first time I was, I was, I'm I'm in Minnesota. I go to this rink run by the city. It's like this beautiful rink with boards outdoors. Right with like a warming hut and I'm like getting laced up in the warming hut. There's this kid working the warming hut. And so I'm like, I look so tentative and everyone's like, what's the matter? I'm like, so like, this is just free. Like, I don't have to pay anything. I got, I got Zamboni dice out there. I got this kid working in the warming hut. Like this would cost, this would, this would cost $600 an hour in LA, (laughs) but yeah, it's free. Now obviously the state pays for it. Right. So it's state subsidized, but it's like, That's everywhere in Minnesota. Like every town has a bunch of outdoor rinks that are maintained by the city. And then Canada, same thing. But it's like, yeah, and I guess, long story short, to your point, yes, we've now, we, so that inspired, sorry, that inspired our Pawn Pack. And our Pawn Pack became a big seller to have a Pawn Hockey backpack. And because we have the Pawn Hockey backpack, we get to go shoot badass content. So we've gone up in the hills of the Sierra Nevada and California by Mammoth. Um, we've gone to Toronto, we've gone to Minnesota. So that's like every year we're trying to figure out the next coolest place to go shoot on hockey.
0: That's really nice. cool that you uh, proposed to your wife at the tournament. How did you guys meet? Did, was she there in Minnesota watching?
1: No, she is from Minnesota, but we met in college out here. And then, um, yeah, it was really random. She met a guy from California who was a Vikings fan. <laughs> more stars fan and like a minnesota fan where she was getting most times she was getting made fun of her accent stuff but i was so pumped and then so yeah the thing happened i was like because it just happened to be like that was the time i was gonna propose and so i got together with the coordinators of the tournament and then yeah i had her a couple of her friends come in her parents so it was weird i played our first game ever like my first pawn hockey game ever Like we're getting smoked by these guys. I've got the engagement ring in my buddy's pocket. (laughs) Um, It was so funny. And then we walk up in the tent and they said, all right, get up to the tent. We'll call you up to the stage. So it's weird. There's like hundreds of bros who are just sweating, (laughs) drinking beers, playing, you know, just taking breaks between hockey. And I'm like, God, this is going to be awkward. Like, are they going to be cool with this? And then it was like, oh, so. So funny. They're like, okay, uh, we've got a special story here from California. Jason with the and Abby come to the stage, and she thinks that they're just calling us up because we're from California. Yeah. That was the story. So I get up on stage, but my buddy who had the ring in his pocket is in the bathroom, and I cannot find him. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, so I'm like on <laughs> the microphone going, Mark Rubin, come to the front of the stage. Where are you, Mark? Because people are just staring at us, and Abby's like, why does it matter? Why does, it, why, why does it care? So I'm like, all right. So then I go into it. and I, I got to pull up that recording. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I, dropped, I had my skates on. I dropped to my knee and then did it. And everybody went crazy. It was cool.
2: That's, that's incredible.
1: Yeah. So, so funny. It was, yeah, it was fun. It was cool. It was like made the news. They were stoked because they were like, it was like actually a media company that ran the tournament. So oh, there nice. was a different angle, right? So yeah. it ended up being really cool and just wild. And that's- we got smoked. A lot that tournament, and so. Um, but she went home with the girl. Went home with the girl. Went Got home with right. the girl. Yeah.
2: So uh, how was how's college and high school hockey up in uh, up in Minnesota? I know you obviously Minnesota is really close to your heart and obviously a, a hockey town. So how you know how is it up there?
1: Um, Minnesota hockey is is I'm I mean I'm totally biased. It's funny because I'm not even from <laughs> there, but. Um, I think it's the best hockey. Um, most Minnesotans will tell you like when you come to Minnesota, there's two like bucket list items you got to do is you got to go to their state fair and you got to go to the state tourney, meaning the Minnesota state high school hockey tourney. And so I've proud to say I've accomplished both, but, um, the state Minnesota high school hockey is, I, I, it's hard to describe. It's just so unreal. So you like, we go out there. So when we go to the pond hockey championships and, um, in January, we actually will go to high school games at night because yeah. they're so unreal. So these kids play in front of packed houses, not like the arenas are huge, but you yeah. know, they have stadium seating. There's a lot of times, there's oftentimes scouts in there, college scouts, all that stuff. And it's just wild. Like the hockey is so good, it is so good. And it's just a different level up there. So um, high school's good, college, I've been to Gophers games, it's insane, it's just I think it's just the, the culture, like if you're a hockey fan, it's just so fun to watch the games with those people because like for example, like if you play for the Gophers, like you're a Minnesota guy yeah. and you play for the Gophers and you don't play a day after that, like you're still a legend, like yeah. I've literally been in the stands of a high school game and my Minnesota buddy will be like Bro, that's that's Johnny Thompson. I'm like, <laughs> <"What the> fuck <laughs> is Johnny that? Thompson. They're like, play <laughs> for the Gophers in '86. Wing. <laughs> what, you, dude? And so kids, it's crazy because kids, it's like you know some towns have bait like Boston with their baseball history. Like that's Minnesota with hockey. Like, dude, you know your ex alumni Gophers. Like those guys are heroes, right? Um, Dang. My brother-in-law played for. Okay, here's an example. My brother-in-law who graduated high school in 96. Okay, 96. He played for Duluth East, two hours north of Minnesota. He yeah. played on a – this sounds weird to say because it's high school. He played on a famous line Spihar and Locker. And if you if you could talk to a kid in high school now, and they will know the, the high school hockey line of Spihar, Locker, and Wheeler from the early 90s. Wow. And this. So I'm at a bar with my brother-in-law one night bar's dead one guy who's probably 50 sits next to us and he says hi while we're chatting he looks at him and goes huh, you Andy Wheeler
0: no way
1: and I'm thinking listen, I'm thinking this guy knows him from his like because he's had an insurance practice for a hundred years with his family I'm like oh and he's like yeah why what's up he goes you mean if Wheeler Spear, and Locker Duluth East I said oh god here we go <laughs> That's and I, I, before Andy could answer, I look at this guy. I say, "How do you know that? How do you know? How do you know who this guy is? My brother-in-law and the fucking high, excuse my language, the high school hockey line he played on. How do you remember that? You're 50 years old, bro." He goes, "Everybody remembers that line." <laughs> oh God! So it's like, <laughs> it's like, at the same time, I love it so much. My brother-in-law couldn't give a flying F. He doesn't talk about hockey. He doesn't talk about it. He's a captain of the Badgers or the Duluth East days. Cause this whole thing is I didn't play in the NHL. It doesn't matter me. I'm always pumping this guy's tires. I love it. I'm looking for stories. And this guy at the bar, I just was like, Andy, that's amazing, bro. People are talking about your high school. You're like uncle Rico out here. So, <laughs> yeah. um,
0: that does not happen anywhere else. I don't think no. except Minnesota and Canada.
1: No, that's, that's amazing. So it's again, long story, but it's just a testament to like, They bleed hockey and like, it's like one of those things you like, you sit on the couch and you watch with your dad, like Mm -hmm. Friday night, you watch gopher games, right? It's just, it's just cool. I love it. So the culture, I'm obsessed with the hockey culture there.
0: Well, you were doing a really good job explaining the hockey culture in Minnesota. And this is something that I'm always so curious about. And I know Breezy is too, but like, how do you describe just the hockey lifestyle because i think there's something really different about hockey fans and hockey players in this community of people than compared to other professional sports and other sports so in your opinion what do you how would you describe that culture our culture of hockey our hockey
1: um it's interesting there's i think it's kind of like you know hockey is such a fascinating sport because it's made up of a unique crew. There's so much camaraderie. It's the whole we, not I. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think it just bleeds into the fandom, but it's, um, it, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just a very special sport. Like I want my son to play in it, to, to experience that. Not that I need him to be an NHL player, which I wouldn't mind, But um, but I just want him to experience that like it's, it's better than what I experienced in soccer. Like, it's just different. Right. And hockey culture, hockey lifestyle. Um, I'm not sure if I'm answering this question. Right.
0: But it's like, there's, I can't put my finger on it either. So that's why I'm asking, like, is it, cause there's this underlying passion that we all have that, I mean, there's passion in all the other sports and in baseball and stuff, but there's just something particular that i found with hockey and hockey fans. And, Breezy and I were talking about it a little bit. It's sort of this like humbleness amongst the players, yes. and then I think I think the fans really connect to that, and hockey fans in particular. And I would say maybe like in the NFL today and the NBA today, they're getting paid so much more money, and they're more of like an idolize. There's like an idol mm-hmm. idolization. That's not a word.
1: I- oh, paid- it, it works. Yeah, but like You know it. what I mean?
0: Like there's a yeah, like, like they're on a pedestal, but something in hockey is like, we
2: feel like we, they're just like us.
1: Yes. I Cause they're like, more, too, go ahead. Breeze.
2: I, I feel like too. It's, it's like a family sport. Like everybody yep. in the family gets into it.
1: You have to, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's, that's the interesting thing about hockey. It's a catch 22. We love our players and we're so good. Because it, they feel like we feel like we can connect to them more because they're such humble. Like they're like they're like blue collar workers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're making ten million or you're making the league minimum. These guys give their life to it. They're hard workers. They're humble. Guy could score ten goals, win the game. You know the championship. This guy would deflect all of the ah. Oh, just I was in the wrong. I was in the right place, the wrong at the right time ten times. Right, like it had nothing to do. So we love that. It's like everybody's a good guy. You know, I was thinking, I was talking, I don't know who I was talking this about, but it was like the flip side of that. The problem is, is that because we don't have like those crazy personalities that the NFL or um, NBA might have, or even sometimes baseball, like that's the drama that brings fans, right? Like mm-hmm. the social media on hockey players is like on unexistent, right? Mm-hmm. Like once in a blue moon, they'll post. And while I personally, I mean a part of me like personally likes that because I don't like I don't like the arrogant eye guys in um other sports. Like that's that's why I quit like I used to be a diehard Lakers fan. I stopped watching mm-hmm. the Kobe Shaq breakup because that was an era of just like Allen Iverson, uh Paul Pierce, all these guys. I was like, I can't, it's just it's just different, right? I didn't like it. Yeah. It so, is
0: different. I agree. That's why I've like taken such a liking to to hockey and the players. But yeah, you're right. On the flip side, there's nothing like we don't get a lot from them. We
1: don't. We don't have the clickbait, right? We don't have that like marketing clickbait from these guys and like, oh my god, if one guy says something off color on Twitter, it's like, oh my god, did you hear what he said? Yeah. I mean, he. I think he disrespected. Uh, I think he disrespected the NHL right there. So, uh, but I
0: think we get that in person with the players. Like I think we they're so engaged with the fans in IRL in real life, you know, and they have more of that, like at the games and after games mm-hmm. and at practices. Okay, so maybe they're not on social media and like letting us into their world, even though that's all you know really curated anyway with other professional athletes but i think they're more about that in-person connection you know they're playing you know rock paper scissors with fans and like you know taking pictures and they'll stop and and talk to like that kid um with uh, the Canadians goalie um, last oh, year,
1: Carey Price. Yeah, Carey
0: Price. That he did that whole. Oh you yeah. Know, that kid who lost his mom and like everybody's like, oh, and like look at Layla sure. Anderson with the Blues. Like she be like she's a person, and they were so willing to just connect with her, and they don't want to share all those stories always. But mm-hmm. and I think that's like part of our we, we've got like an understanding as fans. We do, we, we do. I
1: think I think it's cool. I mean, think about that. I tell people i like. Do you know, do you know um, what other sport, like take for the LA Kings, for example, and I know a lot of teams have this now that have open practices, like you can for free as a family, take your kids or yourself and go watch the LA Kings practice and be right on the glass and have no problem, right? Now you can flip side say, oh, it's not as popular as a sport, blah, 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 but it's crazy. Like they have access. The kids can go. To, like I tell parents all the time. Like bring your kids there. The, the players will throw pucks at them. Blah blah blah. And that was always so funny. Like the juxtaposition at Toyota Sports Center back in the day of that it used to be the Kings practice facility and the Lakers practice facility. You, the Lakers, came in through private parking. You could have no access to them. You couldn't when you walked in the building. The one or two windows that were into their practice facility were completely like they had curtains on them. You couldn't see in. There was no access. Now you could argue and say, "Oh, well, they're so much popular. People would it would be crazy." It's still whatever. It's just it's just so different. The Kings are <laughs> the Kings were practice were like parking in the parking lot, so they have to come out of the building, go through the array of fans to get to their car. It's just so funny, like laughing like this so funny. Meanwhile, the the Lakers were just going into private parking, never had to see anybody, right? Yeah. Um, But that's cool that we still have that with our league.
2: Yeah. Now, you're obviously an L.A. guy,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
2: Kings are close to you, but you're a Minnesota guy. Who's your team?
1: Oh, the L.A. Kings are my team for sure. Um, I grew up when I was a kid because I was obsessed with Minnesota. I loved the North Stars. I still love their... I still love their jerseys and whatnot. Um, yeah. And it was like, I was kind of devastated when they left to Dallas. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, I'm not even from Minnesota at the time. I was like, how do you, how do you get rid of the hockey team from the state yeah. of hockey? Right. Uh, and you move yeah. it to Dallas. Uh, but then again, but again, remember, like I've been going to Kings games since back in the day with my dad at the forum, And yeah. then, um, yeah, I mean, it's, there was a lot of rough years there in the 2000s but um fast forward and this company is cool because i've actu- i've actually got to be part of the passion i've got to you know meet the players and it's it's really cool that when you meet these guys and you see like they're they're kind of who you think they are they're just they're yeah. good guys they're hard working they're family guys and um and then you know like be you know but i've like getting to go to the, the championship game, uh, in 2012, yeah. um, watching jazz hands, put his hands up. Like that was insane. I, I was crying like a school <laughs> child. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. Right. I, I didn't know if I'd ever be able to see that, but see it like,
0: is that your, is that your best hockey memory? What's your best hockey memory?
1: Best hockey memory. Yeah. As a fan, for sure. That like being at that game, uh, just crazy because we had Joey, our firstborn, in the oven, and me and Abby and him and my brother and my uh, friends were there, so that was special. And then let's see, best playing moment. I actually y- years ago in my one of my beer league teams when I was just getting into it, I got this. Let me tell you something, I got this. I got this score, a game-winning goal in overtime in playoffs from my grandparents, dude. Wow! Fucking wow. tears, bro. I looked up. <laughs> my two grandparents—they were in town, and they like—they came to the game. I scored that damn goal. I looked right at them, pointing my stick. Oh God! Tears in heaven, bro. <laughs> um, that was my—that was probably my coolest playing moment. But yeah.
0: So, have you? Do you want to talk about any of the players you met or any experiences you've had meeting players? I mean, we just discussed how we're cool, bro. Like about the Players, but like, is there any that you want to share or anything uh unique or anybody that you've come across in your time, both you know, playing and with Pacific Rink?
1: That's none of your damn business. <laughs> um, playing it stays um, in the locker
2: room, stays in the locker room. I think,
1: well, um, I think a lot of people know Um, the first pro I ever reached out to was Kyle Clifford, who now plays for the Leafs. Um, he was my favorite player on the Kings, um, and I think I got a hold of him because he followed us on Twitter. So I was able to send him a message, and I just said, "Hey, bud, just to let you know I'm a huge fan. I'm a South Bay guy. I've got this company. Uh, just want to, you know, thank you for everything you've done. And you know, if you ever need anything, let me know. I'm not asking for anything. I just, if you want anything, and then." You know, he replied back and was like, dude, I like your stuff. Like, this is awesome. I totally rep it. Next day I'm in Kyle Clifford's house, right? And this guy's, he's not everything. Not a big I,
0: deal. <laughs> not a big deal.
1: He's like, yeah, come over, bring some stuff and I'll bring it into the locker room, blah, blah, blah. And and uh, yeah, the story goes where it was like, so, you know, he's, him and his wife Paige are freaking unreal. They have three awesome boys. And so we're just chit-chatting and um and then he's like, "Yeah, you want you want to get a picture?" I was like, "No." I was like, "I'm not asking for anything, bro. Like, I, I I'm just I'm just giving you free stuff." Always like, "No, let's get the gear on. Let's let's take a pic." So this guy this guy puts all the Pacific grade gear on. Let's take a picture in front of the jersey. So it's like his Stanley Cup jersey framed. So we're taking pictures, and then the story goes. He's like, "All right, give me your number. I'll shoot you a text tomorrow. Let you know how it goes after I drop in the locker room." Um, blah blah blah. This guy, this guy shoots me a message. Forty five minutes later, he goes, huh, Martinez and Zakoff came over. They grabbed some gear. He shoots a picture of them, and then you know, the basically that's how our relationship started. And he's, uh, he's just an awesome dude. And uh, I was absolutely devastated when he got traded, but um, he's enjoying, uh, he's enjoying being close to home in Toronto. That's just more
0: proof. I mean, that's just more proof right there. That story that the hockey guys are just." Regular, they're like, yeah, cool. This is awesome gear. Like, yeah, I want to. Oh, like, let me try it on. You want a picture? Sure, no problem. Like, so <laughs> casual about it, you know.
1: There's no there. I would have never been able to DM someone in the NBA or the NFL. Nope. Like, bro, you want a sick free shirt? They'd be like, kick rocks. <laughs> talk to my agent if they would respond. Right? <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: So it's cool because you can say, hey, you know, and um, so yeah, and you know, we've had we've been lucky, like. There's guys um, like Brent Burns. He's a freaking – he's as awesome as you'd think he would be. Um, he's just a guy that, like, you meet Brent Burns, like, I want to have beers with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's funny. <laughs> he's awesome. He's a family man. He's He loves San Jose. So he's like, if you're a fan of San Jose or you're a fan of Brent Burns, like, know that he is the deal. Like, he's, he's amazing. And he was so cool. And then on the fly, we kind of came up with the idea of doing – because he's big in the military and hunting, mm-hmm. so we did a our camo backpack was inspired by him. Um I'm trying to think of other cool like what do you I'm trying to think of other cool stories. I mean we've we've met a lot of guys and honestly like I haven't I, I can honestly say I haven't met I haven't met a player that was rude or off putting or like you know like they've all been really cool. Um but it's different To market with these guys it's you can't um you know these guys aren't big on social media right so just knowing that like marketing as part of a marketing thing to deal with pro players you can't expect much right because a I'm not paying them and b like a lot of these guys aren't on social media and stuff so it's like if you snap something if you if you get something great otherwise it just is what it is it's part of the part of the deal yeah you know
2: I feel that well knowing you um, obviously, you and I are have been friends for a while, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but you and I are actually business partners. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do know, uh, Pacific Rink related, you have a podcast you started,
1: you yeah, right? Yeah, we're starting a podcast. Uh, we just recorded our first one called the Circle Chirp Podcast. <laughs> <Look> <laughs> Who's we? Who's we? That's Who's me. Baby? My best friend Todd, who goes by Kooks Robotai, you know him. Oh, and Todd! Then, uh, my teen angst-riddled um, nephew Jack, and uh, he's filled with angst and dead over it. And um, it's a podcast. It's some something you know, hockey's kind of thing, but it's it's more about whatever we want to talk about. We don't care. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's whatever it is. So it's going to be more comedy-based and uh, three idiots just running their mouths and um that's basically the format but it's gonna be fun i'm I'm so uh, what's
0: even more funny at a small world is that i know todd your co one of your co-hosts before i knew you guys yeah comedy scene in la i was friends with a lot of people that he knows and he he and i were friends like from that world and then i met you guys and we saw that we had this mutual connection i mean
1: that's that's right, because you knew Todd when we first met. You're like, I know your buddy Todd. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where you met him in in the comedy.
0: Yeah, in the comedy world, I'm not a stand-up, but um, friends of mine at the time and somebody I was seeing at the time, they I was always at these comedy shows, and Todd was around a lot. And we called yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. We have a great picture. I'll we'll have to. Well, you'll have to have us on your podcast. Uh, oh, we will. we will. And then um i'll we, we could post the picture of me and todd in matching like seasonal winter sweaters so I, oh we
1: we've got that's actually a good note because uh all right so we'll add you to the list we've literally been um it's a our podcast is an absolute train wreck i mean it's <laughs> literally todd and i ripping into each other to, uh jack couldn't care less and he's providing the teen angst, so Brilliant. It's funny. So yeah, you guys are way more smooth than we are, but we're, we're, we're going to have to edit a little bit. Okay.
0: But, um, well, we're going to wrap this up. So uh, on a earlier breezy and I were asking each other what our uh, karaoke songs would be if we sang karaoke. So uh, Jason, tell us, uh, do you karaoke and what would be your, what's your go-to song?
1: Uh, Karaoke. Let me, let me tell you my opinion on karaoke. Hey, Hey, <laughs> Hey, good singers, don't go to karaoke. Nobody cares. Nobody, uh, Record producers aren't there waiting for you. So that's just my first take on it. Um, I do like the karaoke. Um, I, uh, my go-to song is Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo.
0: Can we get um, a little sample from you?
1: Absolutely not, but thank you for asking. <laughs> um, just Fine. put it on iTunes. Um, absolutely not. Uh, no, but that's – Oingo Boingo is our is – our a uh, go-to group song. Um, and it gets the party going. It's provocative. It's Most of the people don't have any idea what song it is. Um, do you know what song that is?
0: No, that's yeah. why I
2: asked you to sing it.
1: Yeah. Both of you, Breezy? No. Boingo Boingo? 80s? No. Danny Elfman? No,
2: I was born in the 90s.
1: <laughs> don't care. You need to know that song. <laughs> don't know it. Do yourself a favor. Go watch Back to School with Roddy Dangerfield. Oingo Boingo plays in the frat party. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Dead Rats okay. Party. All right. Weird Can Science. Have- Do you know Weird Science? No. <laughs> you guys are gay. You've never seen the movie Weird <laughs> Science? Weird I've heard-
0: Science. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've seen it.
1: Hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? Are you guys <laughs> out of your skull? You need to go <laughs> back and watch. I all was born in the
0: mid 80s, so I don't know.
1: That's fine. I was in 81. Don't oh know it. My God, you're off the podcast.
0: <laughs> well, if we if we watch the movie and know the song, are we allowed back on the
2: podcast?
1: Yeah, I'm just annoyed. And, and don't
2: say like the only reason we can come on is if we sing the song with you because that's not going to happen.
1: No, you won't sing it with <laughs> me. I'll sing it by yourself. All right, no. fine. I'll I'll
2: <laughs> take care different. of it. I'll sing it. I'll
0: make a fool of myself. It's fine. It's fine. Well, 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 hey, hey, hockey
1: lady, what's your deal? Like, what team is yours?
0: Can't see my Blackhawks.
1: Oh, I saw the Blackhawks, but I, that's I can't team. T- That is your team.
0: Yeah, I'm from Chicago, so that's my team.
1: How did but you get into hockey?
0: I got into hockey because my dad, we went to games when I was a little kid. I went to uh, the Sh- Chicago Stadium. Chicago is a big pro sports town. There's not a lot big of – Big pro sports town. Big pros, not college, like no university stuff. So when you're from there, you cheer for all the teams. Mm-hmm. And But um, mm-hmm. I, I was telling Breezy earlier on this episode that like – with the history of the Blackhawks in the nineties, they weren't on television. We didn't, the owner didn't give broadcast rights. So home games were not televised and the team was horrible. And oh yeah. And the fans were like, maybe 3000 people would go to the games. And now, the. United Center and Madhouse on Madison is sold out, you know, every game. And so when the old man, the owner died, the son took over and that's when he changed the entire marketing of the team and brought it back to life. And then it, you know, it really helps that we had Kane and Hayes, mm-hmm. and then those years and everything. So, my dad had season tickets then. Like when, like we heard, I remember the phone call. He was like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna get get season tickets to the Hawks again." You know, I had him once yeah. for a little bit. He's like, well, "We've got these two young guys, this Kane and this Hayes, and you know, I'm gonna get them with my buddy, and we're gonna have tickets." And so, yeah. they did. And then every time I was home in Chicago, I I was like, "Dad, I got to make sure we I go to a game. Save the tickets for me," you know, and. <laughs> that I just rad. brought my love of hockey to the surface. And uh, I haven't looked back ever since. So I love talking to the fans. I love watching all the teams. I, hockey, for me and Breezy, like the sport itself is our first love and then the teams follow. Is that the same for you? The what? Like, do you love hockey first over your team, over the Kings, or do you love the Kings above the sport of hockey?
1: um that's a tough question it's been so ingrained (laughs) i mean it's hard because yeah when you love the sport of hockey you can appreciate other people other teams and stuff like that and then you always have your allegiance to the kings Mm -hmm. um which was tested very strongly in the last couple months yeah um yeah. yeah but yeah i mean it's i just i love hockey so i think breezy watches four games a night and i'm Probably watching a couple games tonight, and uh, just totally Same. dorked out on it. And now I'm absolutely devastated. I have no idea what to do with this coronavirus and that we're shut down. It's weird. There's nothing. There's nothing to
0: There's do. There's nothing.
1: There's nothing. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I I would have I would have even I mean I know it's just probably you know you got to be safe, but like the sharks were you know what they came out a week ago and said hey we're gonna just play in front of an empty audience, but at least we could have watched it.
0: Yeah. Right. It was still on television. We can watch it. But I mean, I think it's going to pass. I have a feeling it's yeah. not going to be too long and I think they'll resume the season. At least hopefully we'll get some playoffs in. Okay.
1: Then. That's the question. Do you believe it'll be back for playoffs?
2: Yeah, Crazy. I do. Uh, well, I hope so. Cause I'm going to Nashville and I want to catch that <laughs> last game of the season. So Me too. I'm going. We're both that. going at the same time. I know. I was I was supposed to text uh, Colby and ask him if we can, if I can get tickets through his guy, and I was like, well, it's kind of pointless to ask right now. So hopefully they come they come back by the fourth, uh, April fourth, and I can get tickets and go to that last game and enjoy it again. Same,
0: I know yeah. I'm going. I'm gonna be there too. I'm going on a day, a couple of days earlier, and they're playing on a There's a Wednesday Supposed to be a Wednesday night home game. I'm like, I got. I, come on, yeah. I want to go. I haven't Detroit. been. Yeah, I haven't been That's- to a Preds game, and I've heard obviously from Breezy all the amazing things about that experience. So, we'll
1: oh, see. Yeah, and Jay's, real-
2: Jay's never been in Asheville.
1: No, no, I have not been in Asheville, but I know Go Hard Breezy really wants me to go. <laughs> I do want to go. I do want to go. But uh, apparently, we'll for the next three weeks, I will be locked. They just canceled all the schools, so we're going to be locked in.
0: For how long did they cancel schools for?
1: Uh, right now, yeah, like. Uh, one kid's school is till the 26th. The other one's till April 4th or something. Oh so. my gosh.
0: That's crazy. Well, well, we'll just have to keep doing more podcasts to entertain ourselves.
1: <laughs> Every, I know all the podcast people are going to be cranking out like five a week.
0: Yes. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, Jason, tell us where people can follow you. Uh, plug Pacific Rank. Plug your podcast one more time and uh, we'll let you get back to your life without any
2: hockey
1: <laughs> I know um, you can follow you can follow us at Pacific Rink whether it's Instagram Facebook Twitter PacificRink.com um, look out for Circle Chirp Podcast um, you can find us on Instagram there we're getting that going and then me and Breezy we have our digital marketing agency Go North com. so we're stoked about that so any uh, smaller to mid-sized businesses that need help getting the word out we'd uh, love to help Awesome, thanks, yeah.
0: Jason.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for having me. Good luck with everything. You too. I'm oh, honored you. to be here.
0: <laughs> you should be, thanks, bud. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Right, Merry Christmas. Ya. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.